Intro started. Hi. Hey. Welcome back to me. Welcome back to Pat. Pat's back. Yeah, I just want to start off by saying, Trevor, that was a nice job. Yeah. Uh, if you want this job, you kind of have to earn it. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the pay. Um, you can't put a price on fame. That's true. <laughs> so you have to really step up a notch a little bit. I just remember bits and pieces like, Trevor, you moved out. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. You met Benny the Bull. Congratulations. I don't really remember too much after that. So next so, time, make it a little more rememberable. Yeah. Rememberable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that's a word. So... Pat, uh, what's been going on with you, man? The last uh, last little bit here. Job two, been working the whole time. Yeah. No fun. No fun. No fun. Just working it up. I yeah, mean, I guess I, I, I guess I could say a small story. I yeah. um I got really angry at a Taco Bell recently. Yeah. Yeah, really angry. <laughs> Why is that? I well, I decided the Sunday fun day, which I never do. No. Uh, not I mean I haven't done it since college. It's literally yeah. been that long. You're talking about you're talking about not having a couple drinks on a on a football game on a bears game on a sunday you're talking about like actually drinking a few more than a few drinks on a sunday consuming more alcohol yes. than you should on a yes, sunday got before it. work yeah so i did that yeah um afterwards went got taco bell mm-hmm. um the order wasn't even close yeah like, it wasn't even close <laughs> I, I and i felt like insulted by yes. it it's yes. so, like the car is parked so i get out of the car go yeah. to the drive through while there's other customers yeah and like clearly made it a point that i was upset yeah <laughs> To the point where I was told to leave, or there's going to be consequences. So, well, what kind of th- what kind of thing went down here? What are the details of this? Like what they they just I gave you completely different. Yeah, a quesarito, mm-hmm. with extra sauce. That's what I'm about. I'm all about the yeah. sauce. I don't think that's too hard to mess up. No, not the person too hard. I was with wanted nachos, wanted to add jalapeno, a little custom. Yeah, I could, I've worked in food. I yeah. can see how you're like under your breath, like, oh yeah, eat those jalapenos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, not really hard. No. Get the bag back. Just like nachos with sour cream, no jalapenos, uh, no quesadillas. Like it was like two like of those like cheap, really crappy burritos. Yeah. I was just like I was insulted. Yes. How dare they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, did they give you the food back? They refunded my order. I they guess. refunded it, and yeah. you just kept the food that they you had. They refunded and told me to leave, so I left. Okay. <laughs> I believe they didn't even refund it, unless it was cash. Was it cash? No, it was a card, and I looked at my statement, and they refunded. They it. did. Okay. So, okay, that's yeah. good. That's good. I could have seen them being like, "You had a few too many drinks," or was like, "Yeah, we, yeah, we refunded you. Yeah, you're fine." <laughs> no, okay. Uh, it's bad. I haven't pulled a stunt like that in a long time. It's I was good. angry, man. I wanted my quesaritos. Yeah, I think everybody understands that. It's a pretty normal reaction. To stop the line of traffic and uh, <laughs> in the drive-through and get your case right back. Do you think going inside would have been better? 
Could you have gotten the quesarito had you been more calm and collected? Well, that's what I was trying to do. Yeah, I was yeah. like, can you just give me my order? Yeah. And they just said they refunded it. Okay. And I got so to, they weren't going to give it to the you. point where I was like, yeah. what is the point? Yeah, what is the point? That's a good point. Yeah, it's certain. Uh, is this a is this a Taco Bell you've been to before? Um, no. Okay. Because certain locations have a reputation for certain things, right? I, I remember, think so. I remember this is Arby's near my grandma's house that just you don't even go to it anymore because it just it takes you're going to be out in there forever. They just take forever. They get your right order, but it's just going to take forever. So we just never went to that Arby's anymore. And uh, certain, you know, I'm thinking about certain uh, McDonald's. There was one uh, in Milwaukee that I just avoid all the time because it's just not. It's just scary. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I used to go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but once and like the food, you don't feel like it's safe that you're eating. You know, the different things like that. Uh, you know, they have a different reputation. So now I guess this one already has. You can try it again and see if they just suck there or if it was just a bad. I don't luck. think I'll be going back. There. No. No. Okay. Yeah, you're right. They screwed up the first time. If I could comment on that McDonald's really yeah. quick. They never messed up your order. It was just the people who went in that McDonald's. A lot of homeless. Yeah, a lot of homeless. You're right. Yeah. You're right. That's it, yeah. Not so much a reputation about the food, more about the people inside. Yeah. While you're eating like your McDouble or something. Yeah. Well, they watch you, you know, spend $1.50 on a McDouble, and then they know you have some change, and then they, they know you have change. You literally just saw you have change. You, you just can't don't say feel you don't safe. have change. That's where you take your car, even yeah. if it's a couple blocks away, go yeah. to the drive through Exactly. And then, then you still don't even feel that. <laughs> you might get carjacked on the, on the drive there. So I uh, I did some fishing this past weekend. My dad had never done a charter fishing thing, and all my neighbors got together and we did a big uh, fishing charter outside. Oh, I've of, seen this on Snapchat. Yes, yeah, on Snapchat. And this was outside of uh, Waukegan. We left from Waukegan, which is a suburb suburb north of Chicago, and we went out in Lake Michigan. It's like thirty something foot fishing boat, basically. And I had uh, I had done a, a big it, like it's not deep sea because it's a lake so I guess it's deep lake fishing but I had done this type of fishing before one time a few years ago we went uh, it was king salmon fishing and it was in like July and king salmon king salmon so it's a couple of different types of salmon and these king salmon are big so uh, I had some experience basically what happens is you the boat goes and you just have these a bunch of these real like these lines coming off the boat and you don't the bait there's no bait they're all just like little lures mm-hmm. that look like fish and they bite onto it and they have them certain depths and different kind of things they're looking at them on the fish finder the depth finder on the boat and that's how they kind of evaluate where to go and that kind of thing they have their spots right we're out with a, a captain that's been doing this for a long time and the first one that uh, we reel in, my dad reels in this big, uh, it was a 19 and a half pound salmon, which is this huge salmon. I mean, it's like, you know, I don't know, I'm trying to think how, maybe like three and a half feet long. It's a huge fish. And then uh, things started escalating a little bit where they, uh, we'd hit these patches of flies and they're, they were gnats. They weren't like any sort of like horse flies biting anything. We hit these gnats and it was like, the craziest thing I've, I've never seen so many bugs at one time and we hit like these patches like three or four times it just like happened to be they they apparently they breed on the water and they're only they only live for like 20 30 minutes apparently they just breed and then That's they really die again weird. and i will post a video on the facebook or, or a picture at least i'll put a picture on the was facebook it hard to breathe thing. you had to breathe through your nose you, if you open your mouth, you had a bunch of bugs in your mouth. Ew. Did you that were so you? covered. Yes. Oh. So, so this is the worst part is that every time we hit one of those patches, we would catch a fish because the fish were eating these gnats off 
off the like the surface of the water I see. so there'd be a ton of fish in that area so we'd always catch a fish so then we would rotate who was the one that had to reel in the fish and they were like big fish it would take a long time reeling so one of the times was my turn while we hit the the thing and there's the picture of me and i am like my face is pointed down and i glasses on luckily that stopped a lot of them getting my eye but still you had to like I, you were literally i never felt so dirty not touching anything like yeah. we were just covered in these gnats and the floor became slippery because there were so many of these dead insect bodies on the ground that this, the captain slipped at one point, like <laughs> trying to grab one of the fish. And there was just so, it was just insane. Like it looks like we, the picture of it, my sister, my dad sexted my six, my, my dad texted my sister a picture, not sexted her. <laughs> he texted her a picture of me reeling the thing with all the flies. And she thought it was a filter on the top. That's how bad it was. That's how bad wow. this is. And it was insane, but we caught a lot of fish. And uh, then they they fillet them right on the boat as you're going back, and you get like the big things of the salmon and trout is what we end up catching. It's tasty. It has been. So we froze most of it because it ended up being like between me and my dad, like almost 20 pounds of salmon, maybe over like it was like over 20 pounds of salmon and trout. So what are you gonna do with all that fish at one time, right? It goes it goes bad pretty fast. So you we froze most of it, and we've been cooking a lot of uh, recipes, salmon related, but. Uh, it was a good, it's actually not a bad deal what you pay versus how much food you get. It's really not a bad deal. And it's a cool experience of a different type of fishing for those that like fishing and something different. Because they, they do all the, they do the work for you. Like they find the places and they set up all the lines, all things. You just reel so it this in. This is like a your service time. to fish almost? It's a charter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, this is what this guy does during the summer. And the guy also said in 40 years of being out on the lake, he had never seen the flies that bad. Never well, seen anything you. like that. Yeah. So I'm glad <laughs> I got to experience that. And uh, he said most people would have gone in if they would have hit gnats like that. He was happy with our group stayed out there because most people would have gone in. It was it was that bad. I kind of grossed out just thinking about it. I didn't even like it's it. yeah. You know, I'm just going to show you the picture while we're sitting here, okay. just so you can see it because um, it's uh, it's pretty gross. That's a lot of bugs. Yeah, it's like Taylor Swift new album gross. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just you can It's at one point it was almost like black, right? I mean, it's just like you can't see anything. Anyway, it's bad stuff. So that happened. Uh, then I wanted to talk about, oh, I had a, uh, these are the kind of dreams I'm having now. These are my nightmares now as an adult. You Please tell this? us about your dreams. <laughs> this, this is how ridiculous this is. I, uh, yeah, people hate hearing about dreams. I just thought this one was a little bit more over the top than most. So I had a dream that I was in a, a cooking competition with my favorite chef, Rocco Despirto. Who is uh if I had, if I had to pick a man crush on one person, it's it's Rocco Despirito. Wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's the guy. Anyway, you said it, not me. I said it. So it's a three course thing, right? We had to cook three courses, and for some reason, this is in my grandma's kitchen, which it's is not like in my kitchen. Of chopped yeah, it's something. like an episode of Chop, basically. And nobody ever told me the time restraint, so I made one meal, and then I find out I have ten minutes, and I don't have time to finish the second two meals. And uh, that was those are the kind of nightmares I have now. Stressful. And I woke up more stressed than I've been. Like that's the most stressed <laughs> up I remember waking up from a dream in the last like five to six years. Like <laughs> since I can remember waking up from. What dreams, were you trying to make? I I don't even remember. It doesn't. I just remember being so stressed out about not being. Was it hot in the kitchen? It was hot. Yes, You're it was sweating. hot in the kitchen. It was overnight. It was remember this was like <laughs> you cooked like the whole night, but nobody told me when it actually ended, so I <laughs> ran out of time. But this is like. 
this is like the adult version of like uh, I have a bad guy in my house and I'm so start talking running away from him or used to have these ones I'm running away from like a T-Rex I don't have those anymore now it's like I had that I'm dream more than once <laughs> did you ever have the dream where someone was running at you and you were stuck frozen still oh yeah all those times oh. yeah a ton of times it's the worst yeah so this is what I had this is my adult version of that now this uh, losing what a do you think that means I need to uh, I need if to... you're gonna dream big <laughs> be prepared <laughs> I think that's perfect. I think that's a better explanation than what I was going to come up with. So, yeah, I think it, I think it means that uh, you know. Well, we always... you know what? Maybe we should have gone to the uh, what's it called? Who's the person Rosalie saw that we never went to? Psychic. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we're, gonna, we should, we're maybe going we to go, go to the psychic. And ask. We're still going to go to that's the psychic. Something yeah. that they figure that's out. That's a good thing. Let's let's keep that as note for that. We'll keep that as a yeah. note as we keep saying we'll go. Yes, we will go. Okay, yeah. We will go. I will make sure we go. Uh, another thing I, I didn't bring up when I talked about the Jack White concert, but I want to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, so when we entered the Eagles ballroom, as yes. you will, in Milwaukee, the concert venue, they had everybody put their phones in these little bags. Have you heard about he this? He had a no phone show? He had a no phone show. Wow. So, um, I've heard of a couple bands doing that. Yeah. So did you feel like freaked out at first, like you wouldn't get your phone back? I knew. No, no. I knew what it was. They told. They warned us ahead of time. Okay. They said, you know, either leave your phone in the car or you can put it in the bag and then, you know. Just leave it in the car. Yeah. I brought it with. Really? Yeah. Put it in a glove compartment. I wanted to see what the bag was all about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Were you impressed? <laughs> uh, it was interesting. So I, I know it had a certain size restriction. I was thinking, like, my grandma has this ridiculous, like, Galaxy Note. It's a massive phone. I, was like, I know exactly no way, what you're talking there's about. There's no way. It's like basically an iPad. Yeah. And it's like, there's no way this would fit in here. So I don't know what they would do. I was curious what would happen in that scenario. So I wanted to, I didn't get to experience that because most phones are not that big. So did you notice the difference in the show at all? Obviously, every, to me, you're going to. It seemed like people were more engaged. Yes, it did. It did seem like that. I think, I think it's a good idea. I actually liked it a lot. I almost think there should be more things like this, uh, more scenarios where your phone just, you know, should be put away type thing. I, I, I'm a big fan. And like he said, like, what are you going to do with these pictures of, the, the, they took pictures of, I can go right now I can look up Jack White and Walkie and I can find a billion pictures that they took professionally that's a good point for the thing right? I never even really thought about I can, that yeah and they they told people that like we're going to take a bunch of pictures of it so the only difference you're going to get is my perspective where my view was of it it's like whatever yeah. like who cares about that's that that's a good point I've had a couple conflicting thoughts about that whole thing um, I get that there are people who take it like way to the extreme because there was one concert I was at. It was at um, Horseshoe Casino in Hammond. Okay. Have you ever Hammond, seen, Indiana. Have you ever seen yeah. a show there? I have not. It's a really dark room. It's almost like a like a theater setup. Where okay. Like the stage is in front, and there's yeah. all seats. It's super dark. Yeah. I was all the way second row from the top, and this dude behind me had his camera on with a light flashing the entire show i couldn't believe like no one kicked him out yeah but like when it was like right behind me like it was like bright like i I was starting to get pissed yeah you know um i've gone to a couple shows that actually really meant a lot to me and i wanted to get a couple pictures Mm -hmm. but i also recognize if you're on your phone the whole time it's not the same experience yeah so my thought on that was always like take the pictures when you come in you know get the stage all that and if there's like a song you're not thrilled about like just roll it off the camera, like click, click, you know, yeah, just yeah, click yeah. it like 10, 15 <laughs> times. Put your phone away. Yeah, that that's my thoughts. Yeah. I think some people 
like artists like one of them is Maynard James Keenan who's in Tool in a Perfect Circle mm-hmm. and like he's like one of those guys one of the few people who are not Spotify still yeah like you know how that hurts yeah me. exactly that yeah. Hurts yeah. Me. yeah um he has like no phone shows like mm-hmm. he'll kick you out if he sees you with your phone on yeah so I, I don't think you should like punish someone for that but if they're doing it too much like I, it's gotta be like a like a almost like a at your service responsibility to like take care of that you know but, if it's distracting other yeah. people yeah but it to me it, it's there's no way you don't look at it right it's like when there's yeah. subtitles on a movie like you don't want to read the subtitles but you see the subtitles you start reading them yeah. and then you as you start it's a little different experience when you see somebody in front of you with their screen it's like or sitting in class you had somebody in yeah. front of you in class on a laptop and they're like doing something else they're it's looking annoying at when or something they put it like high that. up and it's in front of you yeah exactly really but annoying. that's what they always do because you have to, that's where you have to do it to see I guess you know you have to put it up there to get a view of it. You're not doing it. You're like eye level. Everybody's doing I it. I definitely higher. think you're more engaged if it's a no phone show. Yeah. So I'm glad you said that. Yeah. And and what's the point of like you can watch these concerts. Like you watch a lot of concerts on YouTube and that kind of thing. Like right. It, what is the point? You of, can catch it later. What's the point of recording it when the whole point of being at a concert is being present and being in the right. moment of it? Other than to send something for Snapchat. They're all valid points. Story. Yeah. I agree so with I, everything yeah. you're saying. <laughs> Stop arguing with me. I'm not arguing yeah. with you. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I just, I actually enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I just wish they would do that in grocery stores uh, so that people would stop <laughs> with their headphones. <laughs> Ma'am, get off your damn phone. Yeah, yeah. You need to get to the dairy section. Exactly. So <laughs> that was my, uh, that was my little thing there. Um, I thought we'd get to some emails here, Pat, before we get too far into the show. So we have uh, two emails here. I don't know if either both these ones I've been keep pushing it back. They're from a couple of weeks ago. They both require calling people. So the first one is from Smacko Jones. Wow, you did a great job with the hole puncher. <laughs> oh, was it right over a? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. It was hole punch paper that I printed it out on. Subject: Beer. My girlfriend got a flat tire getting groceries slash beer and is waiting in the lobby of Firestone Tires. Can she drink a beer while waiting? Thanks, Smacko. Maybe that's more of a question for Shamrock Riding Dirty. Thanks, Smacko. It is Shamrock Riding Dirty. Yeah, so he wants to know. Wow, follow up to an email. Yeah. Wow. Follow up to, an, follow up to his own email. Yeah. So we're going to give uh, Ace, Lawyer Face, our, our, a call right now. What's up? Hey, Face, got a quick question for you. Yeah. Um, if, uh, if somebody gets pulled over and they're waiting for their car to get repaired, can they have a beer? That's not the question. What's the question? If you got a flat tire and you're in Firestone Tires waiting for your car to get fixed, can you drink a beer? Can you drink a beer in Firestone Tires while you're waiting for it to get fixed? Oh, can you drink a beer in Firestone Tires? Yeah, specifically Firestone Tires while you're waiting to get your car fixed. I would say no because that's that's like public. um, It's like an establishment that doesn't sell alcohol, so you're probably not allowed to drink there, first of all. Um... I'm sure you're not in your operating it. There's nothing like DUI, but I would, or like in like operating it with alcohol. But yeah, I don't think you can legally just like the Firestone Tire place could just say you have to throw it away or like what's doing. Yeah. Okay. I just want to check that. Hey, and also congrats uh, on the uh, now we got a now your official lawyer. Well, you yeah, haven't passed your yeah, bar yet, you. though. Oh, also, so today, um, are you at home? No, I'm at my house. Or I'm at work right now. I'm going to be going home in like, I don't know, hour-ish. Okay, so I'm, my mom texted me today. 
she goes, um, hang on, let me put you on speakerphone so I can read them off. Okay. <laughs> this is, I almost screenshot them and sent it to you because um, it's about you. It, or it has, it, like, you're mentioned in it. Okay. Hang on. She said, uh, hi, I had a table delivered today for under the TV in the family room, and they unplugged all the electronics. You think Jared could stop by tonight to set it up? <laughs> and I said, have you tried to plug them back in or look on the internet? And she said, I, d- I just don't know where, where, what to plug where. And I said, refer above to internet. And she said, I did that back up. And I said, use your phone. She said, well, what would I even look for? And I said, log on to the World Wide Web, type in google.com and search. <laughs> She said, don't be an honestly don't know where to start. And I said, Mom, you're a big girl. Try to figure it out first before I ask someone to come take time out of their day to come solve it. And then I said, search direct TV cable box setup with TV. And then I said, that's a start. And I'm not trying to be an ass, but just give it a shot first. She said, the problem is the direct TV thing doesn't seem to unscrew, and I don't want to ruin it. She sent me this really random picture. <laughs> and I said, that picture doesn't help dad be home to have... I said, when will dad be home to help? Uh, I'm sure he can help. And she she said, oh, yeah, who really has the patience to figure that out. And I said, don't be an ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like you took it full circle and you got her back for uh, yeah. <laughs> for like, I, I was like going to send it to you. And then I'm like, dude, he doesn't want to go do that. And you didn't even try. Like, I I know you didn't even try at all. If, so, like, why if, would I ask? If she tries, it's literally probably like an HDMI cord and a power cord, right? I mean, it's literally probably nothing. I know. It's so annoying. So, yeah, if she tries, I don't have a problem going over there and setting it up for her. But, yeah, she has to try first. Yeah, okay. I'll text her that. I'll say, uh, Jared says you have to keep trying, but it, but when he's home later, if you can't get it, he'll come over. Yeah. All right. All right. Good. Thanks, Face. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? Classic. Classic. There's your answer. All right, there's the answer. So we got that figured out. Good. Um, hope that helps, Mako. Uh, don't. Don't drink at the fire zone. It's a little... I know you sent this like two weeks ago, but uh, <laughs> in hindsight, don't do it. And then we have this other thing. Uh, so Brooke, Trevor, uh, Trevor had this thing on the Twitter where uh, somebody got to be on the podcast. They did something... I didn't really hear the whole story, but apparently Brooke won, and so I apparently I have to call her. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, News Brooke. to us. Yeah, news to us, Brooke. So we're going to call you real fast. This is what the email says to call me, uh, to call her, so I have her number here. Better answer. Yeah. Yeah, she better answer. <laughs> your call has been forwarded. Boo. Oh. All right, Brooke. I'm just going to... I'm going to leave a message for her. Howdy, partner. I'm at work. You dingus. She says that. All right. Well, she texted me and said she's at work. I don't. It doesn't seem like a good excuse. Does it? Step away. Step away. Yeah. Step out. Uh, this is more important than that. So, uh, Brooke, maybe we'll try this again sometime. Uh, maybe not, though, because this might have been your one shot to be on the show and your one shot at fame. Uh, but thank you for the email either way chubsup.podcast at gmail.com everybody uh, thank you for that uh, okay so uh, Pat how about a Jeff Goldblum movie review here yeah 
Hi. 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 I'm Chef Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have, uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. Because she's sweet and like a peach, and like a juicy and sweet. You're afraid to be too Goldblum. He thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? Did you like my enthusiasm? Yeah, I did. You love Jeff Goldblum. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Well, here's a little movie about the 1996 Russian election that everybody knows called Spinning Boris. Don't know. <laughs> You're not familiar with, with uh, Boris? Tell me why I should be. Well, he, is the, uh, he was the first president of Russia. Uh, named Boris Yelstein. And so, yeah, he was the first president of Russia after the USS closed down and then it, become, it became a democracy. This guy gets elected. He was going up for his second term and they decided to make a movie about this called Spinning Boris 2003, starring Jeff Goldblum. Shocker. No way. No way. So this is directed by Roger Spottiswood. Um, so he directed The Sixth Day, which was starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Do you ever see the movie? I've heard of that movie. Yeah, but I, it, I have not. It seen made it. me. It made me want to watch it again because it's one I haven't seen in a while. It's one where Arnold Schwarzenegger gets cloned, and then he gets confused. All of a sudden, he just finds out there's like this other clone of him that's around. Don't remember that. It's a futuristic one. It's a good movie from if, from what I remember. So I could rewatch that. But anyway, this guy directed that. So it's a story about uh, in Russia, this president that Boris Yeltsin wants to get reelected. But he, his like numbers are like in the his approval ratings in like the single digits. So like like they said that Stalin had a higher approval rating than him at the time, and Stalin was dead. Like people were more likely to vote for Stalin than him, and Stalin's been dead for for some time at this point. Wow, hate. So people really hated this guy. So they get these uh, these three campaign workers from uh, the U.S. that had just kind of finished up a campaign. One of them is uh, Anthony Lapaglia, who I didn't recognize, and the other one was Liev Shriver. You know Liev Shriver. He's Ray Donovan on the show Ray Donovan. Yeah. <laughs> He's the main character. <laughs> wow. In Ray Donovan. Uh, so anyway, I like him a lot. He's been a lot of good stuff. So the three of them are are basically there to bump up uh, Boris Yeltsin's uh, approval rating and get reelected in the 1996 Russian election. So that's their job. The whole thing is that there's this constant like struggle because Russia's kind of crazy, right? Like they have had the reputation of like, uh, you never know what's going to happen. Right, all of a sudden, some person's going to end up dead, or like you never feel that safe there, or that can right. That's kind of dirty like politics. Dirty politics is kind of the reputation that they have. So this whole thing is this constant like struggle of like, what can we get away with versus if we screw up, are we going to end up dead? Like if we don't get him reelected, what's going to happen to us? Type of thing. And this is actually all based on a true story. So this is an actual thing that happened during this election. Um, and so this guy ends up being so after Boris Yeltsin is. Uh, Vladimir Putin. So he is the, he's been the president since this guy. Oh, okay. So just to give you a little timeline of Russian politics, everybody's favorite uh, topic. So this movie, uh, it's, was, uh, it's interesting because it's just not something I knew anything about. You know, you don't really think about, 
you, they also take a little different dive into like they talk about instead of let's boost up like what do you think about when he smiles versus when he is playing sports versus like they try to get focus an image group? Of focus group they did some focus groups thank you pat and they they figured out like what people liked what images people liked and then so then that's what they used in their campaign going forward like a lot of him smiling and playing sports and shaking kids oh. hands people viewed him as very negative and very like not personable so then they start using images like that and then they do things like uh, they talk about the other tactic of like bashing the other person so that it's like the lesser of two evils is to vote for Boris. Advertising. Yeah. So that was all about that. And they had like an unlimited budget because the Russian, you know, Russian government was paying for all this. And so it was this kind of interesting, you know, it, it was an interesting guy to look at, you know, American guys going in there and revamping the, uh, you know, Russian political spectrum. And sandbagging people. Sandbagging people. Yeah. But it still was, uh, it still was lacking a lot of just some stuff in the movie it was watchable and it's kind of interesting but it wasn't great uh, middle tier for me did you feel lost harry connick jr in the jeff gold movie review scale kick the tires and light the fires big daddy i uh i did not feel lost because i knew what was going on the whole time but it was it, the story was just like there wasn't a lot of, uh, there's like a main there's like they're, they're dealing with boris's daughter like the whole time they never meet him and they like never give like any like background like they don't there's no like she her character isn't developed and like there's a lot of develop like the characters aren't really developed well in the movie uh yeah goldblum's good in it though he gets kind of like kind of he's is very similar to his character in independence day like very like uh thinking about all the facts and like trying to figure out all the different situations and type of thing uh so i i liked him a lot in this middle tier for me impressive impressive what's something you want to get to pat impressive have you heard about the Italian Beef Festival coming to Chicago. I've not. No? Chicago.eater.com. Go okay. check it out. Yep. Chicago.eat.com? Eater. Eater. Okay. And so this is just a Italian beef, and they have a competition of Italian beefs? So here, here's the paragraph I yeah. chose to plagiarize. Okay. Site. <laughs> After Chicagoans have seen festivals for nearly every food and drink imaginable, the city will finally get a festival for one of its iconic foods later mm-hmm. this month the italian beef sandwich happening in two sessions on may 26th at revolution brewing tap room okay 3340 north kedzie avenue will feature al's beef bona and mr beef as well as revolution beer tickets cost 30 dollars. here's why i bring this up yeah. i'm not a huge italian beef guy either am i i, I think yeah. it's kind of overrated yeah i do yeah. and you know what sucks when i see an italian beef sandwich it looks good. Yeah. But then you have an Italian yeah. beef sandwich, and it's like, you, people are going to bash me yeah. for saying this, but isn't it just kind of dry? Well, obviously- You, you, you could you soak it, it in that. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I don't like the stuff you soak it in. Okay. Well, that's the problem. But then if you get it too, there's a fine line of like, it's either too dry or you get it wet, and then the sandwich just falls apart. Soggy. Yeah. Then it's soggy, it's and gross. it falls apart. Yeah. What is that stuff they dip it in? The au jus. Au jus. Yeah. It's not au jus. <laughs> Large black meat stick. Um, it's. I heard someone say au jus. Yeah, it's the it's the liquid that they cook the beef in. Oh, it's beef juice. Beef juice. Yeah. So like, if you put jardiner and cheese on a burger, I'd be like, yes, Mm -hmm. give that to me. But you put it on an Italian beef sandwich, I'm like, the other thing is, I'm not a French bread guy. Yeah. Like the rolls. Mm. It's not French bread. That's a bad call. Italian. Yeah. It's a, it's a roll. Yeah, I, I'm not yeah. a big bread guy. You're not a big. Bread I don't guy. like the big puffiness. Too much bread for too you. Too much bread. Yeah, 
Definitely. I said this about lettuce. Lettuce takes away from the flavor. Yeah. Too much bread. Too much bread. Yeah. Can takes do away that. from the flavor. I agree. I am also not a big fan uh, of the time. Everybody's out there were like, but here's my problem with this this competition. They have three different people coming there. Those are the three that they noted. Probably three oh, okay. of the more popular. I would hope there's there's some other ones Al's going because if it's like if it's just, Bona, yeah. If there's just like three well, people get going to a, a Bona, yeah. If there's just like three people going to this, it's a little bit. Uh, it's not much of a competition, right? I like Revolution Brewing. I like Revolution Brewing, but I'm just saying if this is just some ploy to get. How do you like them? The they're most, I feel like they're mostly IPAs. You don't like IPAs. <clears throat> I like the idea you know, of them. You like the idea of them. Yeah. I like the idea of an Italian beef sandwich. Yeah, I really do. I just don't like them. <laughs> Yeah, Portillo's is our family's like go to when we're getting them. It's like every person's go to with Italian beef. Just with in ev- general, everything. I feel. Yeah, it's, it's well, they have like, good food. They have good when you're getting like fast I get food. The hot they have dogs good. There. The, I get, good. See, I like their hamburgers. That's why I've gotten the burgers. They're good yeah. too. Yeah. I just don't think it's the king of the crop like yeah. everyone makes it to be. <laughs> I, I used to I agree. love the chocolate cake for my birthdays. I loved yeah. it. You changed. I did. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not in the sweets anymore. Plus, I'm going for the hard body. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. I noticed you're wearing your 97.9 the Loop shirt. It's yes. closed down. I actually now. got two of them. Yeah, and they're no longer a company. We talked about. Very sad. This. I know. I know. Yeah. Just R.I.P. I, I had yeah. a polo on over this. Yeah. And I'm sweating. I see. I see. How about some Tanzanian news? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that the patient is now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you from Tanzania? Yes, I am. You're going to like this word, Pat. Uh, magafulication. I love that magafulication. word. Magafulication. I love that word. Yeah. Magafulication lands Tanzania's world's fourth fastest growing economy. So... The this, world's? Okay, so this is kind of interesting. So just, I actually have to do some research and back history stuff on this. So this is a very different uh, perspective. Here's what I like these different Tanzania articles is because... They go from one extreme to the other. So we've had a lot of ones bashing Magafuli recently. It's always negative, I feel like. When here's, a, here's a positive one. Well, there's been some what, stuff free, we've talked about. Free music recording that was we've positive? Talked about, we've talked about him doing the, like, getting rid of a lot of the, like, uh, a lot of the BS. Like, a lot of, there was a lot of corrupt stuff in the government that he kind of got. He, he, he cleared a lot of, like, extra waste stuff out of the government spending and that kind of thing. Now, so he can consume So it. he can consume it, yeah. yeah. According to him, he's still taking, like, a $41,000 U.S. salary per year. You know, who knows if that's that, that, yeah. that the people know about that the people know exactly. There might be a lot of again. We don't know what we don't know, right? No. And so we only get told what these what these gov- these different articles are telling us. But this one is a pro Magafuli one, Magafulication. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so this is actually true. So Tanzania is the world's fourth fastest growing economy, ahead of China and the United States, according to the Center for International Development at Harvard University. So I looked up that, and this is true. This is actually this article is telling the truth. This is not saying this is the fourth biggest economy. This is its fastest growing Percent. economy, percent wise. Yeah. So the ones that are ahead of it, can you guess any of the ones ahead of it? Growing economy. Yeah. So there's three ahead of it. I think uh, you can get one of them is one. I guess the other two I did not. Let's say China. What's well, kind of developing? China is a good guess, but it's it's not that. That's one of the top economies, but it's not one of the fastest growing. Um. Honestly, don't know. Could you give me a continent? 
um, Asia. It's not China. Is it India? Yeah, it is India. Okay. So India is number one. Uh, so India is number one, and then Uganda and Egypt are two and three. Africa. So it said uh, Uganda's got a big oil, apparently, big a bunch of oil things, and uh, Egypt it didn't give a reason why. Pyramids, sales? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like their economy was booming thousands of years yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. I feel like it was better way. Yeah, back. That's a good point. What do I know? Yeah. I mean, so, Phrase does a movie yeah. that's based in Egypt. <laughs> Maybe it sudden, is. Boom. That's a good point. Maybe it's just writing off mummy fame right now. So here's a little. They talked a little bit about Fuli. He apparently is a mathematician and a chemist before he was a president. A, a different route yeah, to take. Different I feel route like they're right? lawyers here. Yeah. So he talked a lot about. Um, he liked you know that definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over again you know is going to leave the same result like if you're expecting to change something you're not going to do it by doing the same thing over and over again and that was his sense. yeah but so that was his it kind of apparently that was like his kind of motto going into presidency they talked about so this reform called magafulication led to a couple of good things they talked about so apparently 3000 new factories are in different stages of development on the way in Tanzania Tanzania recently developed a airline that just uh, added six new airplanes, and it's more like up to date with other airlines. So he helped improve that. Uh, so he constructed a major crude oil pipeline uh, that's going to be helping the economy a lot. This is, this is giving me some of the reasons why it's growing so much. He also helped uh, increase the number of surgical health centers in Tanzania. He doubled the number of surgical health centers. Doubled? Yeah. So those are some positive things. I thought it was kind of interesting, uh, just a different take on it. He apparently, you know, he's been booming the economy. We've talked about in the past of, you know, the thing with his restrictions on people over the internet or like his, he's very anti-free speech, right? A lot of this stuff is, you know, this for all, it's we all know, for the economy. For all we know, this could have been written in, you know, this could be somebody, you know, that's being by, by this is one like, of his staffers. Yeah, one of his staffers already. Yeah. You never know, right? On the payroll. And maybe some of these other ones are people that, hey, and it just made me think with politics uh it's so people get so riled up right so like freaked out about when other people vote for other people right if somebody's a trump person they like how did somebody else vote for hillary or hillary people how did somebody vote for trump and you realize that like some people have different reasons for the reasons they vote right there's somebody like somebody there's some people that really only care about the economic part of it right there right. are they're a business person I don't care about, and this is, you know, this is their, they're saying, I don't care about uh, what, so maybe healthcare reform, or I don't care about what happens with people's, you know, rights and that kind of thing. What I'm, what most matters most to me is what's going on in the economy and how's that going to boom? How's that going to help my business? They're, they're thinking that. Like the Republican Party. I'm saying, so that could be somebody's, right? Yes. Exactly. That could be that. Or there's somebody the opposite of that that is, you know, I care about the rights of this and this and, and what they care about, you know, uh, the GDP is so low down on their list, their priority. And so you just got to realize people vote for things for different reasons. And just because you disagree with them, they might have completely different reasons that they voted for that person. You know, they just have their priorities just are different than yours. So I just, and this is what I'm saying. So somebody it's that- called an opinion, man. It's opinion. And like, so somebody like this, somebody could love, somebody in Tanzania could love Magafuli because he's boosting the economy. Like, this is crazy. That, and this is legit. They're the fourth fastest growing economy, and this is was not the case a few years ago. And somebody at that same country could hate them because all of a sudden they, maybe they were an internet blogger, and all of a sudden now they got to pay nine hundred dollars a year to do that, you know, like type of thing. So it's just you gotta I, I don't know. It, there's way too much just hate and stuff like that when people you people have the reasons that they do what they do. 
Oh, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of the most entertaining but least entertaining times to be on social media is right before an election. Yeah. Yeah. It's either just really annoying or it's really funny. Like, people just go back and forth yeah. and back and forth. It's like, oh, oh yeah. Facebook vote war. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to realize, you, like, you, people have the reasons for doing what they do. Right. And sometimes it is somebody's just uninformed. Obviously, there's that. That's a part of it, too. Yes. But I don't think that's a majority of it. I think a majority of it is people's Different beliefs. beliefs and just where their priorities are. So, I don't, and I don't think there's one right or wrong either way. If You know, that's just kind of my thought. But... um. So that was Tanzania news. I was thinking about this, Pat. Uh, I was talking about uh, thinking about sports. Uh, we haven't really talked about the Go Bears, sports. right? We haven't talked about the Bears. I thought they had a good draft, right? So everyone's saying they had a great draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they did. Uh, I'm enjoying. I think this Bears season coming up is going to be good. I was thinking about something. Do you have any thoughts on the Bears? We'll see. I mean, I, I'm not a scout. Yeah. Not a coach. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They, but they said that the Bears pretty much stole a second round. Like, they were, like, the center they got and yeah. the receiver they got. The receiver got yeah. yeah, Both top-notch guys, yeah. Great picks. Yeah, great picks. So I was thinking about something, and it was uh, how much I think virtual reality is going to change sports. And VR. Yeah, VR. And I think, I think that's almost where it's going to take the biggest difference in the way that people go about doing things. In movies... I think people are going to be going to less theaters if you have virtual reality. Isn't that better. already happening? People are actually going. I just saw an article. I read this really long article. Well, the other Avengers day. are going just to had more. Like the biggest opening. Yeah, people ever. people are going to more theaters now because what theaters are doing is they are uh, they are ramping up. Like I, I would say like five or six years ago, it was less because the theaters were in that same market. Like same, they kind of just done their same thing, and then all of a sudden, Netflix and all these other ones are getting bigger. But theaters are doing now. I don't know. Like literally, all the theaters around my home are like this now where they're like big reclining chairs yes they have like beer they have like actual food you can get and stuff like that. they're making it a, like a more experience like you can actually relax and it's a cool experience it's like more of a night out now yes. instead of you're sitting on this like crappy chair yeah yeah with the thing the eating const- the same popcorn yes, exactly having a diet coke exactly so they're they're making it more of an experience but where i see that turning is with virtual reality getting bigger Hmm. Um, I th- if movies are not movie, and it's a years out until movies start coming out. You say and people are going to wear glasses to make the movies virtual. I mean, the, the screen is going to be as big as you want. The screen is going to be right in your face. Yeah. But where I see, so I think it's going. I think it is going to hurt theater sales. But movies are not being made in virtual reality yet. It's not happening. I don't yet. think I want to see a movie that's made in virtual reality. It's to be weird. like immersed. I mean, like it would be a different experience. Like you're going to be immersed in this. It's like. I remember when I went to Universal as a yes, kid. Yes. There was like a 3D Shrek thing. Yeah. Where like the seats like blew air on yeah, you yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Is is that kind of like it? I mean, no, no, because that's it would be like as you look around, it's like you're in the movie. It's like a 360 view almost. Yeah. That type of thing. I'm not interested. Yeah. All right. Well, and again, it's not going to like kill theater. I just think this is just where I predict it going. But the other thing I'm predicting is, you know, I if, think if they did that, would that be like IMAX where it would only be like certain theaters do that? Or you think it would be like, I don't think movie? it would be in theaters. No. I'm saying you would do this at your house. You would have just oh, the glasses. So and you're do this saying at your people house. are going to save the movie experience yes. for that. Yes. Oh. That's something in theaters could decline that in totally the future. As, my head. Yeah. My bad. Uh, but what I was thinking, I think this is going to have the biggest impact on sports. So I'm seeing, I could easily see them getting these cameras and they could make it feel like you're on the field for these games like they have the technology now to do this 
it's not there for it's not cheap enough for everybody yet to have these sets and like have it all fully like broadcast in the sense but the technology is definitely there right now they will literally be able to make it so if you're at a football game you're sitting front row you're on the side so less people will pay for tickets i think less people will pay for tickets as oh. it goes down i think i think the in-stadium experience is going to be decreased as virtual reality starts to be better because it literally you're not going to be paying you're going to be paying you know what do you pay for a front row seat at a nfl game thousand dollars you know easy thousand is it that much i maybe you're right well definitely nba right courtside in the yes. thousands maybe nfl a, a couple hundred right couple hundred right at least for i would NFL say like row. five to seven hundred okay good. yes okay that's fine so what i'm saying is instead of paying that you get that same not obviously not the exact same experience but you're sitting there you're getting the view they get There's but you're surrounded special by about exactly cold beer and cold weather man totally i, I don't think you could take that no, out of you're never going to take it up i just could see or the loud roar of the crowd where you yeah. blow your well, drums with those headphones. Could, I'm saying they could do that. Yeah, they could do that. With you know, they could give you almost that exact same experience as somebody sitting in the front row. It's gonna be bad for your ears. It is. Well, people are ears already right. They always tell the, that warning you can of feel the, the like presence yeah. of thousands of people next to you, like the stadium shake. Yeah, you can't exactly. There's things that they're never gonna be re- replicated. It's like people There's always the people go to who games. are lazy. Yeah. It's like the people who or, follow high school sports or the, on Twitter. I'm just saying, like, if you had the option of I'm going to pay $700 to sit front row or I'm going to sit at my house with this headset on to get a tiny bit less of an experience, I could just – that's why I see sports going. I see them – virtual reality, I think, is going to take the biggest role in sports. How long? How long until that? Um, I think definitely within 10 years. Within 10 years. Yeah. It's a pretty safe estimate. Yeah, it's a very safe estimate. <laughs> You know, um, maybe in this lifetime. Yeah, maybe in this lifetime. Sometime. Yeah. Uh, though, virtual reality is big, but I don't. I haven't seen them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. People, it's becoming bigger and bigger. But, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously it could be less than that. But Less real experiences, more computers. That's what it's, that's the trend of everything right it now, is. right? Yes. That's why we're talking about the Jack White removing the phones, you know. Jack White's like, don't take my picture. Yeah, Jack, Jack White's a weird guy. Yeah, he's a funny it? guy though. He's a very funny guy. He's brilliant. He's, he's a strange. Yes, he's very smart. He's a very yeah, very talented musician. Yeah, he just but he's looks a and sounds strange. <laughs> he does when he talks in interviews. He looks, seems like very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So, anything else you want to get to, Pat? No. Okay. We can get this stuff. Time. No. Okay. okay. Uh. So then. Uh, Maybe we'll wrap up the show there. What do you say? Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll save some stuff for next week. Uh, people email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Rate the show on iTunes. We need some more of those iTunes ratings. If you leave a review, we will read it on the show. Also, we will read your email. So email the show, Twitter, Chubstep Podcast, Facebook, Chubstep Podcast. Pat, what else? Got to get a Snapchat eventually. Yeah. Oh, it's Chubstep Snapchat? Yeah. yeah, we've talked about that for a while. Gotta do it. Yeah, that's a good point. We could just send a bunch of, like, uh, just nudes. And stuff. Like, it's, like, an easier way to send nudes, right? <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Who knows? No. All right. So, uh, and the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.